Welcome to Lightbulb Moments, a weekly newsletter where I provide actionable insights to help you become an accomplished and confident leader. Today at a glance, the formula for success as a leader. More accurately, there isn't one, but we can get pretty close. Nine habits to desperately avoid as a leader in 2023. Some of these are more common than others, but all will devalue your stock as an organisational figurehead. In this week's issue, I want to share with you the common pitfalls of leaders so you can avoid them. If asked, what is the secret to success, what would you say? Sadly, there is no silver bullet, no simple solution, no magic formula. I know that sucks, but that's life. That said, there are a few qualities the best leaders in any field have. When you look closely at the leaders whom you admire, they will each have faced adversity, times they've wanted to quit, throw in the towel and hide under the covers. But that's not how success is earned. It's when things don't go according to plan that the best really shine through. Their bounce-back ability, a phrase coined by Crystal Palace footballer Ian Dowie, is what differentiates them. The ability to recover, reset and restart is their superpower. We need to throw in a sprinkle of luck and you pretty much have it. The secret to success. Persistence plus bounce-back ability plus recalibration equals success. Whilst it may sound simple, it certainly isn't easy. Please don't make that mistake. If you have the formula for success, what are the pitfalls to avoid as a leader? Here are nine of the worst leadership habits. Number one, aiming too small. Your role as a leader is to inspire, motivate and drive the business forwards. You can't do this by having a low bar for success. You may think this is helping those around you by giving them achievable targets. In reality, this is doing more harm than good as it breeds mediocrity and complacency. If in doubt, remember this phrase. Aim for the stars and hit the moon. Don't aim for the ceiling and hit the floor. Number two. Knee-jerk reactions. You are the captain of the ship. People look to you for guidance and reassurance. By making short, sharp emotional decisions, the wrong tone will be set for the crew and passengers. You will need to make serious decisions, that is expected, but be measured in your approach. Nothing burns through trust like an unthought-through, illogical, knee-jerk reaction. Number three. Believing you know it all. I hope this doesn't need explaining, but just in case, the answer is you don't. Falling into this mentality only harms those around you. Experience and expertise are great tools, but not to be mistaken for arrogance. Remain open-minded, be inquisitive, and allow trusted advisors to challenge your thinking. It's what you don't know that hurts you. Just ask the CIA about 9-11. There's a link to a book that you should definitely check out here. Number four. Treat people as numbers. In a customer-facing business, your people are your business. Forget this at your peril. No matter how many times HR refer to them as resources, these people are the lifeblood of your organisation. Hard decisions can and do need to be made. That's business. Just remember, under it all, you're impacting someone's life. So do it properly, whatever it is. Number five, being vague with direction. Clarity creates confidence. Ambiguity breeds confusion. The greater the grey area, the less bought in your teams will be. This means more headaches for you. Why? Because it's hard to get behind a vague mission. Grasp the nettle, take the pain and be clear with your direction. You can always course correct if need be. Which leads on to 
Number six, flip-flopping on decisions. Better make a bad decision than no decision. There will never be enough information. You will never have all the facts. Get used to it. But you can be decisive and act. Nothing is set in stone. So try to limit the number of one-way door decisions, i.e. those which are irreversible, because a pivot, however painful, is better than stubbornness. Number seven, ignoring the facts when wrong. Very few like to get things wrong. No one does it on purpose. But being negligent over the facts in front of you is irresponsible as a leader. Jocko Willenick calls it extreme ownership. No ifs, no buts. Take responsibility, front up, acknowledge you were wrong, and move past it. As Elton John says, sorry is the hardest word, but often the most powerful. Number eight, tenure does not make an expert. How many times have you heard, I've been doing this 15 plus years, I know what I'm doing. Whilst experience and expertise are critical to an organisation, tenure is not a rite of passage. Just because you've been there double-digit years does not mean you know what best-in-class looks like now. This would be a foolish approach to take. In fact, your institutional views will harm your organisation, not help. It's harsh, I know, but true. Number nine. Thinking what worked before will work the same now. Ergo, the copy and paste approach. There's no way around it, this method never ends well, unless the organisation you've joined had the same opportunities, with the same market conditions, with exactly the same variables, the output will not be the same. Please don't think otherwise. The words, at my previous place, does nothing but aggravate those around you. It is the easiest way to alienate yourself. If you really did it that way before and it worked so well, why are you here? This will be a question going through others' minds. Avoiding this mental inquisition will pay dividends in the long run. Successful leaders work hard on creating a positive culture driven by optimism and attitude. They all have high standards, work hard, and remain committed to learning. They know they don't know it all. They keep iterating, learning, improving. No one is perfect. Everyone makes mistakes. It's what happens next that marks out the good from the great. Knowing what not to do is just as important as knowing what to do. So with that, go and be great. See you next week.